Welcome and thank you for joining us today. We're Derps and Burps, the podcast for all gamers, spiritual souls, and creative minds out there. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our very first podcast. My name is Julia. I'm better known as Miss Rage, and I'm here with my good friend Senpai Hades, aka Steffi. And uh, you're listening right now to our new podcast called Derps and Burps. So um, today we're going to tell you who we are, what we do, why we started this podcast, and we hope that we find a few people that might enjoy what we're doing. So, uh, Steffi, do you want to tell us who you are, what you're doing? Why we're here sure. today? Sure, McQueen. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Steffi. I'm also known as Sempa Hades on the internet. We're both uh, streamers from Austria, and we play video games, cook, do different things on stream, and this is just another thing we wanted to do together now and share with you. Exactly. So for everybody that doesn't know me, my name is Julia. I'm 31. I'm also from beautiful Austria. Like uh, Steffi already said, we're both born in Carinthia. So like in the south of Austria, really, really beautiful region. And we got to know each other through playing video games and through Twitch. Um, so now you know our real names. You know that we're Twitch streamers. You know uh, how old I am. Steffi, do you want to tell the people how old you are as well? Or you don't want to share that secret? I'm still in my twenties. I'm turning thirty this year. Oh, this year, I oh, true. You're turning thirty this year. Oh my God! Enjoy the last year in your in your twenties. Yeah, I realized <laughs> that two days ago. I woke up in the morning. <laughs> Literally, I woke up in the morning, opened my eyes, and I was like, "Fuck! This is my last year in my twenties." <laughs> And then I was like, no, it's okay, Steffi. You don't have to have a house or children or be married already. It's fine what you're doing. It was just, it was hitting me so hard for mm -hmm. some reason. And I was like, okay, enjoy, enjoy the last year of your 20s. <laughs> See, that is, for Half example, time. that is, for example, already a topic that I would really like to talk with you in the future. Yeah. So um, also for the people that are listening, um, as I said, we're uh, two girls that transition from their 20s to their 30s. Steffi is doing that transition uh, later this year, and I already did it the... Uh, one and a half years ago so i'm turning 32 and a half a year um so i'm already on the other side if you will <laughs> um so yeah i think that would be also a topic for the future it would be um really interesting so um maybe let's talk a little bit what we do for a living um if you want uh it's okay for you that i start uh, telling sure, you first sure, sure. okay Go perfect ahead. So um, I am actually a full-time Twitch streamer. So I play video games uh, live on stream for, wow, it's been nine years. So uh, I think in May I have my stream anniversary. So in May it's going to be nine years of full-time streaming on Twitch. Um, yeah, and by this time I'm not only playing video games live on stream anymore. I'm also um, doing other stuff because I want to experience a little bit. Obviously, I'm getting older. Uh, playing, uh, <laughs> playing six times a week, uh, eight hours video games is a little bit too much. So I started actually cooking on stream uh, once a week, which is every Saturday. And this year I actually want to start implementing a little bit of real life streaming. Um, which I'm currently doing some research in. And yeah, so I, I live from playing video games and broadcasting that live on the internet. I obviously do some other things in social media as well. So I'm active on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, the boomers under us uh, still use that platform. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but the, the, the main thing is obviously uh, Twitch. And now, which definitely together we start this podcast, which I'm super, super excited about, um, to just explore a little bit more different areas of the, the virtual life, I guess. And also um, streaming can sometimes be a little bit not boring but lonely i think if you don't have really projects like you have here and there you know like a project or like a tournament where you do something with other creators but most of the time you're just with your own community and so having this podcast together was something that i'm really really excited about to do with steffi so yeah um chef you want to tell us what you're doing mm -hmm. first of all i want to add we're experiencing or we're trying to get into the 30 plus social media niches as well that's also <laughs> exactly. why we do spotify now we can't have and we everyone... can't have our 13 year old uh, fortnite kitties uh, watching anymore exactly exactly <laughs> everyone who's under 30 and listening to podcasts you're cool as well um of course. i am streaming like i'm i'm doing this as a part-time job i stream for five years now i think i mostly wow. play fps games i sometimes like to torture myself in league as well um <laughs> if i but, force you to yes if julia forces me because um just not right games are just killing me uh but beside that i also enjoy playing like stream wise i enjoy playing horror games as well we shit our pants my best friend and i are having these horror event streams every now and then whenever there's a new horror game coming out so we shit our pants there we have a lot of fun we might get a little bit drunk as well so we can actually play the <laughs> game otherwise i wouldn't be able to play the game um and beside that uh i do quite a few things i do graphic design every now and then whenever someone wants a new overlay for their stream so mostly like i primarily do it for streamers and digital um doesn't matter which designs it's mostly it's not really 3d it's more like 2d design ish uh i am a reaction nancy on youtube and beside all of that virtual virtual jobs i have in summer, I work at the street food market, and in winter, I work at the Christmas market. Jeffy makes so, the best burgers, I'm just saying. Yeah. So if you're ever in summer, somewhere around Austria, you should definitely uh, check out where Steffi is around and uh, get a burger first. Like, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. And obviously, her streams, her reaction content on YouTube, 10 out of 10, would recommend uh, to watch again. And now also on the podcast, obviously. Um mm. So another question. So obviously we took some notes beforehand, like as, as, as we said before, this is our first podcast that we're uh, recording. So we made a little list of things that we want to talk about. So one thing that I saw uh, on the list just now is also uh, that we wanted to talk about what did we do before streaming? What was our journey? How did we got to the point where we are? Um, so it might be um, for people that is inspiring, you know, that you can see that you come from like completely different paths in life and end up actually in a social media niche or uh, maybe on the other hand, also just seeing which which weird stuff we did before um, we started oh. streaming. Right. Um, so I'm going to start. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, uh, went to school in Austria. Like a lot of people always ask me, like if I lived somewhere else, because my English is so fluent, like I wouldn't necessarily say good because my grandma is still not, um, perfect. But, uh, yeah, I always lived in Austria. I went to school in Austria. Um, when I was 14, I switched to a school with, um, 
the main part was about fashion design. So I actually, with 14, wanted to become a fashion designer. So I learned to be a tailor. I learned how to be a designer. I uh, learned how to do the whole construction part of a new piece of clothing, um, which was really, really cool because I was always a really creative person. Um, but once I finished that school and I also did my A-levels, um, and I learned about all the boring part behind the whole uh, industry of creating clothes, um, the, the production stuff. I also have a diploma in uh, production planning and work organization, which is really freaking boring. <laughs> but but <laughs> hey, it, it helps me still to this day. And yeah, and I had to learn the hard way that actually if you want to be become a, a tailor, you don't make a lot of money. Like when I came out of school, I actually learned that as a tailor back in the day, that was like, when did I finished school. Let me think. That was two thousand and nine that I finished my decades. school. Decades, de decades ago. <laughs> no, so two thousand and nine, I finished my school, and I had to face the harsh reality that if I would go and work full time as a tailor and be creative and uh, do stuff like that, I would barely make a thousand euros per month. And I was like, oh hell no, definitely <laughs> not gonna go and do that. Um, so I tried to do some other things. I really wanted to be in a, a creative section. But the problem in Austria for me was, I don't know if you have any experience with that as well, but um, in Austria, if you finish your A-levels and you have a certain degree of education, if you would take a step back and, for example, I wanted to make an education on top of that as either a graphic or a media designer. Um, and for me, the problem was that the companies didn't want me because they would have to pay me, I think, around 200 euros more per month because I oh. have a former education. Again, I don't know if it's still the same thing, um, but in 2009, that was the case. And so I wouldn't get picked in any job because they were like, you're basically too expensive for us to hire as an apprentice or in, in learning to do that. Um, so I had to learn that the hard way. Then I tried to become a tattoo artist, which also sadly did not <laughs> work. Mm -hmm. Like I really wanted to do something creative, but sadly at the time um, I wasn't really ready to move. And um, yeah, so in my city, there was no, no one that really wanted to take me in as an apprentice either. Uh, so after, I think it was two or three months after uh, I finished school, I was so frustrated with only getting notes from everywhere that I was like, you know what, I'm going to just apply everywhere. And the first person that takes me, whatever job it is, I'm just going to do it. I just don't want to sit home. I want to live my life. I want to earn money. Um, and so actually the first job that I got out of school was working in a in a makeup store selling makeup. <laughs> so uh, that was my first thing. And while working in that store, I think for half a year, something like that, I was searching for, let's say, a better paying job in that sense. And uh, it was really exhausting. So for everybody of you that works in retail and stands like 12 hours plus every day, or even if it's just eight, I feel you, I feel your feet. And I have all the respect for you guys that you do that for such a long time. I could only do it six months. And then I luckily find a job that was a little bit better fitting for me. Um, so I went into actually working in a purchasing department of a huge automotive firm back then. So uh, the company, maybe some of you know it, it's called Male. It's a pretty big uh, company and um, that has places all over the world. They're making a lot of different things. But the, the one place that I worked in, we were making basically filters for cars. 
And um, I was working, as I said, in the purchasing department. So everything I did all day was negotiating contracts. Um, and that job, so it was like a, a boring desk job. It was well paying for what it was back then. Um, but yeah, I, I learned something that is really, really useful for me, for me now. Um, we talked about it on our streams multiple times already. For me, it's really important that in my job, I'm not really relying on my audience to pay my bills. You know, I, I don't pers I personally, I'm not judging anybody else, but me personally, I don't want to be in a position where I have to beg, you know, my audience for money. So uh, to be able to, to pay my electrical bill or whatever. Um, so I try to get sponsors that I love or um, brands that I love to work with. And um, the background of just negotiating contracts for four years or something before I started streaming helped me so much to just oh. knowing that, you know, if I'm in negotiations with a company and they give me a contract that I don't have to sign it the way they give it to me. And that gave me really, really great opportunities. And that's also why I think for the size that I have on social media, I'm a very well earning person compared to other people with similar sizes and i'm really proud of that and i also actually try uh, to help a lot of my friends and uh, colleagues if you will in this section to to help educate them about their own worth and about um you know being able to actually ask for more than you are offered right because in in the real life it's it's the same thing like if you you would never yeah. uh work for free uh, in, in the profession that you, you learn in real life. So why would you do it just because your job is online, right? Um, so again, also a super interesting topic that if it's interesting for you, let us know in the comments um, on YouTube or on, on, or on our social medias if that's something you want to hear us talk about in the future. And uh, yeah, but I was always a gamer. And um, next to my job, the boring uh, desk job back then, uh, I was always playing video games and I think it was like 2012 where uh, I found out about Twitch and I was like, holy shit, I don't even need normal TV anymore. I was just watching Twitch. Like I didn't watch RT uh, RTL or ProSimo or whatever oh. anymore. Um, all the trash TV. Like I was just sitting there and watching my, my favorite uh, streamers actually playing video games. And um, I started watching those every single night and one day a friend of mine was like you know what i think i have the same internet connection as the guy that we watch every single day why not try if i can stream myself and my friend set up his obs and started streaming and then i was like you know what i could do the same thing and for me and i think for steffi can can confirm that uh in austria there's not that many gamers and especially mm -hmm. not many many girls either at least streamers, back in the yeah. day yeah streamers yeah. gamers um so and for me it was like you know i'm often so i play online multiplayer same as steffi most of the time and for me i often had the problem that i didn't have enough people to play with so i saw it as an opportunity back then to find new friends online that do the same things because i was like you know i'm, I'm sitting here every evening playing hours of video games and there's no difference if i let my stream run on the site and maybe get to know a few people and back then it was also not really a thing that you could earn as much money as you can now with it so i never started it with the intention of earning a lot of money i started it as a hobby trying to get to know new people and then i think Fast forward a year later, I actually got my first uh, sponsorship offer and I was able to actually quit my job and become a full-time streamer. 
And then uh, nine years later, here here we are today <laughs> recording this podcast. So that was like the the long slash short version of uh, what I did before streaming. So. Crazy. Yeah, for sure. So mm. w what did you do before you started streaming? And as how did you get to streaming? Before, before I start with that, especially yeah, sure. like the time you started, social media and everything was so small still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you started and it's also nowadays, like still online jobs or the things we do is still not a big thing in Austria. Those yeah. things are not like not as accepted as being a hairdresser or a saleswoman or like it's it's different to so many people still. And it's also still different to me because I grew up with become a saleswoman become a graphic designer work like, in the you bank can become yeah you <laughs> yes, can become like... whatever you want to i got to like my 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 parents always taught me like do what you love but the thing is this was never like really an option or you didn't even you didn't think of it yeah back in the days because sure. it was so small and so new and it's still in austria at least it's yeah. still so new like people people do not understand that this can be a job yeah, especially yeah, I think crazy. especially in the gaming section, I think yeah, it's yeah, it's something yeah. that is really, really different because like nowadays, you know, you you know your fitness models on Instagram yeah. or you know like I don't know, fashion people on Instagram or whatever, YouTubers, big YouTubers yeah. that vlog every single day. Um, but especially like the gaming industry and streaming industry is many years behind that i think yeah still and especially as jeffy said before um austria is far far behind like just from from what i would say we're like at least five to ten years i i would I'm almost say again. ten years um, decades yeah. decades <laughs> exactly yeah. we're at least like five to ten years behind yeah. other countries yeah. because i see it often when you compare us to i always like to say like the the, the northern countries like the Scan scandinavian uh, mm. countries like sweden and stuff they're so far ahead with how open they are and how they see that that really as work because here yeah. still when i tell somebody I, I live from playing video games you know they're like oh what are you doing are you testing video games are you are you creating video games like they're they don't even know that stuff like that exists mm. so i think it's also um maybe something through this podcast that we can share more about this industry and our struggles of also being accepted as people that are hard working because what's yeah. what many many people don't get just because you don't go to uh your your office or you work in the bank or you work as a work as a hairdresser and you you clock in at 9 a.m and you clock out at five six seven in the evening um we do the same hours if not more sometimes if you're self-employed i think everybody that's self-employed knows as soon as you make that step you work so many more hours than when you uh would in like a conventional job which again is nothing bad like we we make this conscious choice of doing this but um still putting in so much work and effort and often just not being um getting the respect from other people because they're just like oh you're just working on social media that is still yeah. a stigma that i think is really important that has to leave um our society yeah. or just educate the people um again with the next generations i think it's gonna be more acceptable for sure but mm. 
um, especially the generations that came before us, I think have a, a huge, um, I don't even want to say that they're disrespectful, but they just don't have the knowledge. They don't to, understand. Yeah, yeah. They, don't un they don't understand it, that that is mm. also hard work, yeah, right? And we are quite, like, we're kind of the hybrids. We grew up with both. Like, we grew up with the first, not first console, but one of the first consoles, for example. We grew up with phones becoming, like, portable phones becoming smartphones i mean do you remember sorry to interrupt you but do you remember when our teachers told us in math class like oh you can't use the fucking calculator because you're not yes. gonna have a calculator with you yes. all the time look at me Bro, now guess what? Yes. <laughs> look at me now <laughs> so exactly mm -hmm. um exactly what you're saying sorry but i love also that you say we're the hybrids because exactly that we're like yep. the generation between the the standard like working class you need to go to your job nine to five uh you need to become you, you need to have like a classic job in the bank sell sell insurances be a hairdresser be a carpenter whatever to the generation that comes after us now um that is already like all about social media do whatever you want be self-employed whether people tell you to really you know do whatever you want you mm -hmm. can become whatever you want you find your passion and your passion is going to become your job at one time and as you you said that so well really that we are exactly that one generation that is torn between the both of uh generations i think yeah. so that's really yeah. interesting also because of that reason it's sometimes even hard for myself to like understand or accept all these things because society when we grew up wanted you to be like to become one of these jobs available. But then when we grew up and we grew with it, mm. more options and opportunities and ways um, were there. So I was, or I'm still confused sometimes myself because it's still in my head, like, okay, is this, am I accepting this as my job, even though it's online, which is, it's, it's kind of paradox. But I still have this in my like these thoughts in my head that I am not doing enough sometimes because it's not like one of the jobs you got taught you should do. Yeah, from but don't you, society wise, a hundred percent. But don't you feel like that also our generation or like even the generations after us is like kind of prone or like driven in that direction of never feeling to be good enough because the work that we're doing is not real work so we try to do mm. more and more and always become the best and best version of ourselves that we can possibly be i mean and like yeah. i mean let's not talk about other standards i mean you you said it before when you were talking about turning 30 you know like the standards of like hey you're turning 30 you're not mm. married yet you don't have your own house you don't have three children uh, like you should be thinking about your pension you know those kind of things like all the societal stress that you have yeah. um and, and again like it's this huge gaping uh rift that we're kind of in like on the one side we have like the, the old classical life pulling at us and on the other side we have the new generation telling us like you can do whatever you want you can become a mom with 40 if you want to you know mm -hmm. you're you're you don't have to be a grandma you don't have to become a mother you you are a worthy woman even if you decide to not uh you know uh go yeah. into motherhood or whatever and those yeah. kind of things like being torn between those kind of things is, is really really hard it's something i struggle with as well and yeah. uh, i don't know if it's the same for you for me it's kind of like um 
it comes in waves you know sometimes you feel mm -hmm. empowered and you're like yeah oh yeah i don't want that at all like i don't want this old stuff i don't i don't feel the need of, of having to fit into certain stereotypes and sometimes again you're like okay uh yeah i feel powerful and good in what i i'm doing right now but then again i would also like to be in motherhood but if i if i would decide to become a mother do i betray the 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 modern way of thinking like it's you know what i mean it's like this mm. the shift back and forth and trying to find the your way that that is sometimes something i struggle with as, a lot it's funny really because i guess it was two days ago i watched uh the new episodes of big or new the latest season like season or and the last season i think of mm -hmm. big bang theory mm -hmm. um and there was one episode where they were talking about this like penny said she doesn't want to have kids okay and then everyone was like wow what are you crazy you don't want to have kids you would be a good mother you don't know that you want kids until you have them blah 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 yeah. and then i was sitting there and i was like actually like I'm turning 30 now. I, I want to have kids at some point, mm -hmm. but I'm not ready to fully give up my whole time, like the time I have for myself now mm -hmm. and dedicate it to another like person or my child. So I, on the one hand, I want to have kids for sure. Mm -hmm. And I know my boyfriend, Max, would be an amazing father and i know i would be a good mother but i'm not ready yet so when is the time now or when is the time for us as hybrids um <laughs> to, to make the decision right? to do this yeah. yeah it's actually it's funny i had the, a similar conversation with one of my friends you know caro that got the, mm -hmm. the child right so i have a mm -hmm. friend that has a one and a half year old child and we talked a lot about you know parenting because it's obviously a topic that is really um a, a big topic for her and for me as well so for the people that don't know on, pod on the podcast uh i'm struggling with my mental health basically for my for my whole life i i had a lot of problems with depression and anxiety when i was younger kind of overcame that whole thing two or three years ago and i'm still going to therapy and trying to work through things finding myself uh, and so on and so on and I actually uh, end of last year so end of 2021 I started working with a new therapist through things and uh, we were talking a lot about childhood trauma and um, thinking about this whole thing you know how our parents or I mean again you come out of a, like an amazing family like you have you have great parents that were always like super supportive and mm. um, really open also in, in supporting you whatever you want well I came from a really um how do you say it? Like a really, uh, uh, um, I don't, I don't really know the word. Con like not conservative, but yeah, conservative, like mm -hmm. a conservative mm -hmm. Catholic uh, family, right? Um, so, and we we talked about it with my with my friend that we said we are technically the first generation that's gonna have children that breaks the cycle um mm. of trauma in children because um you know like i was for for a long time i was always angry about how my my mother raised me or how my mom treated me or my my dad as well and the, the trauma that i got through um my childhood again like please don't get it wrong like my childhood till i was 11 it was great and then my parents divorced and then it was a big mess right um where i'm still struggling from things and um, back then i'm not saying that uh, you should never get divorced but just the way people 
uh, handle communication in relationships. Doesn't matter if it's like with your partner um, or with your children. Um, that is all changing now. You know, you have to think about our parents got raised uh, with parents that traumatized them. You know, like those those things mm. with I don't know. Uh, you're supposed to let your a child scream for hours it will fall asleep at one point you know while now there's studies where uh you know because they're saying oh yeah when your child realizes it can manipulate you uh through crying you know that you will pick it up all the time uh, while studies now show that uh, i think children cannot start manipulating you with that till they're like i don't know i don't know the exact time but till they're mm -hmm. like one year old so till they're they reach a certain age they cry because they're in need of something doesn't matter yeah. if it's if it's food physical touch love you know they're afraid of something like they don't know they don't do this and through those kind of things you know you can get trauma traumatized as a, as a baby you know and now we have like all of these books and all this information doesn't matter if it's through podcasts youtube videos books uh psychiatrists mm. uh people that you can ask for help like you can get so much information nowadays for every question that you have that our uh, our parents didn't have the parents before them didn't have so we're like the first generation that breaks the cycle of trauma or has at least the, the tools of, to do it mm. if they wanted right so obviously there were always a few people that that did it correct right but that is also something where for example i feel a lot of pressure as well because for me seeing it now as a 31 year old understanding what it was that traumatized me as a child and what was bad for me now i feel like a person or like a woman that would be really ready to become a mother because I'm really aware of certain things, not saying that mm. I don't need to learn things anymore. I obviously do, I do. But um, if I think about if I would have become a mother being, let's say, 24, not having realized the, mm. the traumas that I have and wouldn't have worked through that and potentially have given that to a child of mine before I work through it, that would have been horrible. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm mm -hmm. also thinking about our generation becoming moms later, becoming parents later on, isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's actually a really good thing, but it's also scary because you know how much things can go, go wrong in being a parent, right? So you're like, do I want to risk it to mess up another human, you know? Or do I, or even not even you, you know? Do you want mm. to bring a child into a loving home but a society that is fucked up, you know, doesn't matter if it's mm. like social media standards or whatever it is. Like, there's just so many, so many things you need to weigh out um, when talking about this whole topic of, of becoming a parent as well. Yeah, I feel like there's never the right time where you are like 100% ready. For sure. That's what I was like thinking when I watched the episode and thought of all of this, like when do I want to have a child? And then <clears throat> I came to the conclusion that I cannot say I am ready in maybe five years or whatever, because I am not, I don't know at all where I will be in five years Yeah, exactly. and who I will be in five years. So I think there is never this day where you say today from now on, I am ready to get yeah. a child child with everything. Like I, I considered everything. Mm -hmm. I don't th and you will always have doubts and fear that you're gonna mess up for sure. your child like every parent has and every mother is always worried so 
I think, I think the right you, you kind of like you unconsciously decide when there's the right time. I think so. But it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, like and and for I don't know one. if it's the same for you, but for me, like I feel now, you know, mentally, like the how far I am in my. Mm-hmm. psychological like in 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 my being like i'm I'm happy and content with the person i am and mm-hmm. happy with how i treat other people and how i think i educate myself about certain topics <clears throat> so i think i'm mentally in that direction mm-hmm. ready but when it comes to as you said you're not ready to give up your own life that's a point where i'm not sure if i'm there yet because let's talk about the elephant in the room with the whole pandemic situation going on, right? Mm. Uh, so for me, when did it start? It's 2019? Mm. End of 19? Yeah. I don't End know. End of 19, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we we had now almost two years where we were really limited, like especially also if you stand in a, in, in a public eye, like for example, I barely wanted to travel uh, because of COVID, obviously. Not yeah. only because it's obviously not the right thing to do while being in a global pandemic right but i want to for example i want to see certain things before i go have a child like i want to do like uh i don't know a 20-day trip uh up and down the the east coast in america you know i want to see australia Mm. i want to go to bali i want to do a a huge trip in tokyo and so on and being put it being put on hold now through this pandemic is something that for example impacted me a lot because i'm like uh i want to do those things before i have a child but i can't really do those things like for example japan you can't even uh, travel to japan right now like they don't even let you let you in so for me that is also something that is that is really hard and as you say like it's a lot of freedom that you're giving away and uh for me also, if I want to be a mother, like I want to be the best mother I can. And that also yeah. means I cannot stream, you know, five times a week for eight hours. Like you can't do that while having a, a little a little baby um, yeah. in your hands. So as you say, like deciding when is the point where I'm ready to give up enough of my, uh, you know, when are you ready to sacrifice and what are you really uh, ready to sacrifice? And as you say, knowing okay now is the time where i want to make the sacrifice as you say i think it's more of an unconscious an uncon unconscious decision that word though (laughs) (laughs) guys by the way we're we're both austrian so our main language (laughs) is german so if our english is somehow twisted bad or anything please excuse us it's not our main language (laughs) but yeah i think we already dabbled in a lot of really deep topics Mm. and that is also something why I really wanted to do that podcast because I think the two of us always have like this this good uh, uh, flow between us or just mm. good topics to talk about. Um, but yeah, again, guys, um, if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify, uh, please let us know either in the comments on YouTube or uh, on any of our other uh, social medias what other topics, maybe some that we scratched the surface with today, you would like us to talk about uh, in the future. Um, to And now to get a little bit uh, back on track, Steffi, do you want to maybe uh, tell the people listening <laughs> how we actually got to know each other? Because now we know like, oh, did you even tell us what you did? No, 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 I didn't. I oh didn't. my God, I didn't. Sorry, I, I talked talk too much. Yeah, okay, okay, Steffi, sorry. Tell, tell us what you did before streaming and then maybe you can we even devil into slightly, yeah. slightly, slightly, slightly. And then you maybe can tell, tell them as well how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So first, um, I, I, 
like I did primary, elementary school, everything. I went to an art school back in the days, decades ago. <laughs> decades um, ago. I graduated in my A-level in 2012, I think, in art school. And I always wanted to become a graphic designer because my dad was a graphic designer and he was like self-employed doing all this stuff when it was like when it was the first like in Austria it was the first time graphic designers like became a thing and everything so he was one of the first people that dived into this job and he did a great job so he did that for quite a while until um we had or I my mom got pregnant again I have two more siblings and so I went to art school we had a lot of different classes you could dive into every possible or most of the possible like sections you can go you can like video editing or drawing like everything working with wood and so on and so on so I graduated in that um, school and after that I wanted to look for a graphic design like university and before that I wanted I was never mind sorry I was applying for a study program in Klagenfurt where Julia lives mm -hmm. uh, I can't even remember the name anymore it was <laughs> it it didn't have anything to do with graphic design um but I did that with a friend together because we wanted to like go to university live the university <laughs> life and everything so we we applied for that um and we did that she did it for three months and and then she was like brah i can't this is so boring i don't <laughs> want to do this anymore and i was like um i had to finish those two semesters for um the support you get from the government mm -hmm. to get the money from that because you have to have certain like points during your uh study years and you mm -hmm. have to prove that you did that. So I finished that. And after that, we decided, um, because we found we found a university in Graz, where I live now. Um, this is one and a half hours away from Corinthia, from, my, from our hometown. And I found this, uh, I found this graphic design like university and I applied for it. You had to apply, you had to go under like a certain test, like five steps. I think five different steps you have to go through um, until they say yes or no with interview. Um, one of these IQ tests and then like a creative part, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't take me the first try what? on the first try. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to burn the shit down. You will see what you did to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so mad and so... In a video game. So <laughs> in a video game i was so hurt and i didn't understand but we still moved to graz together like we had a shared apartment with three of my sorry to interrupt you but mm -hmm. the declining in austrian in the art university never ended well <laughs> so. I that was oh, i think man. they just scratched my ego that was yeah. or my ego like i didn't have a big e a bad a big ego but I really wanted this and I couldn't understand why they didn't want me. Yeah. And it was my passion. I did so much. I was working while school, like besides school, I always worked somewhere as a like seven hours a, a week to just gain some more money beside, um, beside school. 
so I also worked as a shoe saleswoman. Like I, w- I worked in a shoe store. Humanik, mm-hmm. Julia. Humanik, Yeah. I worked in one of the malls we have in Corinthia. Mm-hmm. I did that every Saturday uh, while I was graduating. Wait, were you w- working in the arcades as well? No, in Filach. Oh, in Filach. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to say, imagine how in crazy it would have been. Mall. Imagine how crazy it would have mm-hmm. been if we both would have worked like without knowing mm-hmm. each other yet in the same mall back then. That would have no, been it funny. was it was the other one. <laughs> okay, okay. And then in summer, I always worked at an agency f- as a graphic designer and photographer, where I learned a lot. So I had a lot of background already in this topic, like in this field. And I didn't really understand why they didn't like what I did. But anyways, it happened. And then I applied together with my friend for law at the mm-hmm. normal university. And I did that for a few months. And then when the first exam hit, I was there. I was sitting there, opened this book or this test sheet, the, the exam sheet. And I was like, I read the first question and I was like, I, I can't do this. I, I cannot do this. I closed it and left. I cannot and, imagine you being a lawyer. Like, no. You're no, such a creative. If you guys don't know, like Steffi is literally one of the most creative persons I ever met and imagine her being like uh-huh. a well-dressed, like the devil wears product kind of mm-hmm. lawyer. I mean, op- like, like yes, you would 100% look stunning in a two-piece, but like <laughs> seeing you in that kind of job, that mm-hmm. would be such a waste of your creativity. You know why I was interested in it? I don't know the English title of the movie, but do you know the movie with Matthew McConaughey as a lawyer? Uh, it's called Der Mandant in German. I don't know the English title of I'm it. I'm not sure. I don't think I watched it, to be honest. But that was a very, like, I was so intrigued when I watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, this job is so insane. I want to become a lawyer. <laughs> I want to do the same stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this with my friend. Mm-hmm. We do it. She finished, by the way. She's become oh, a judge. Mm-hmm. Damn. Moni's big in this business. And wow, I was like, wow. after three months, I was like, bro, no, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> So I didn't finish that. And then the year after I applied for the uni again and I was like, okay, bitches, I'm back and you take me now. <laughs> and then I had, the in- I had the interview. I had the, like, I was going through the tests again, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I made it. Great. So it was 2014. Yeah, it was 2014 and 13. They declined me. And the funny thing behind that, that's more like all the spiritual stuff. Um, but Thanks or through my studies, a study program, I got to know my boyfriend's brother because we were studying Uh together. So I got to know my boyfriend thanks to To my being accepted the first time. Yes. Yes. Imagine if I got accepted in 2013 and I would have not like met this person in my study program because it was it would be a year under me then he would be a year under me so and we're still together like max and i are still together seven years now that's like so universe didn't want me i understand it i was just mad back in the days now i understand it (laughs) and and And, also sorry to interrupt you again but just for our listeners uh (sighs) now it comes in steffi and me so so i'm like more how do i say it i'm more like the 
not realist but like i'm i'm a lot about like facts and then like i read books about everything i'm really deep in psychology but i'm also so and steffi is like the full spiritual soul you know and through steffi i really like i mean i had it in the past already but steffi was really the person that came into my life and kicked in the freaking door of spirituality <laughs> and like everything happens for a reason and and that kind of stuff so i'm just saying like if you're here and you're not into that kind of stuff now is your chance to flee because we're both <laughs> now those kind of people you know like out of everything good or bad or whatever it is everything that happens in your life again like happens for a reason and we're like big 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 believers in those kind of things and and being people that listen to their feelings and and their gut a lot so uh, oh. yeah i just wanted to throw that in that's like a big part of what we also want to talk about uh, on this podcast in the future yeah but uh, go yeah. on sorry so yeah and then um I, I finished my studies. I'm a Bachelor of Arts in Arts and Design. Uh, my, my focus was on media design. I did a lot of digital stuff. Before that, like when I started my, my study program, I was like, okay, I want to become self-employed. I want to have my own agency or company, and I want to do print media. Um, but during my study program and after like one and a half years, I realized I don't really want to do print. I want to be digital and I want to work in the online world with it. Um, and that's where I kind of shifted into this. I've been always gaming, um, but that was the time, I think one and a half years in my study program, I started discovering, it was 2015 actually, one year later, I discovered uh, Twitch through my boyfriend because he was watching Twitch and he was watching Julia. Oh my she god! She was playing CS:GO <laughs> back in the days, and I only had my laptop. I had my MacBook. Yeah, Apple haters. I played League of Legends oh on my, my MacBook uh, for no. I don't know four years because I didn't have my own PC, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's how I got into in. It, uh, got to know Twitch and everything and Julia. Um, so 2015, yes. Is that he also when you everything. started to streaming? No, I started stream? 2000, end of 2016. So oh, okay. So was, um, and let me think. I finished my studies, my study program. If I started 2014, three years later, 2017, it's been, oh my God, it's been five years already that's crazy <laughs> um so yeah in 2016 i was watching a lot of like she uh max my boyfriend showed me julia and i was like oh my god she's a girl she's gaming that is so cool <laughs> and i had my best friend um and i used to game since we were little like i know him since i'm alive like literally since i'm alive and we've been gaming all our lives but I have never, until League of Legends, like I, until I got to know League of Legends in 2014, I never did online games. Mm -hmm. So that was the first time I got into all this online multiplayer life. Mm -hmm. I got to know all this. And um, that's also when my mental health started dropping because League <laughs> of Legends is a very <laughs> toxic game. Well, I'm sorry that um, I'm laughing about that, but... <laughs> many people um, will be able to relate mm -hmm. and then 2016 max my boyfriend said 
he wants to try, he was playing World of Warcraft a lot, and he wants to try stream just for fun. He just wanted to know how it works and everything. And what I wanted to say because of you, Julia, um, <laughs> you were the first girl I saw playing video games as well because I never had really? a girlfriend. Yes, because I never had a female friend that had the same hobbies as me. I never mm. had that. Yeah, My either. whole like teenage times, I was partying a lot and everything, but no one was actually into video games. I had always had my best friend back in the days, but I I kind of missed this like female friend. I can talk about video games as well. And then when he showed me you and you were playing, I was like, oh my God, that is so fucking amazing. It's a fucking girl. Sorry for... for Swing. <laughs> All good. Yeah. The profanity. Um... And I was so excited to see that because I realized there's not only guys playing, but but also girls I could like play with. And then in 2016, I was like, when Max was streaming, I was like, hey, can I try this out as well? I want to try it out. Um, and I didn't have a PC back then. So we shared his PC whenever he was working. I was at his home and I was streaming from his pc because i didn't have my own setup <laughs> and i also never played any fps games before so and he bought overwatch because overwatch came out in 2015 so i tried this game i was insanely bad i was so trash at this game but i really enjoyed it and that's how i got to know this world and how i got into twitch and i haven't stopped since then that's amazing. Do you remember? Do you remember the first email you wrote me? I need to oh see my god. if I can find it. Oh my god! Okay, guys, this was th <laughs> this is the thing. Like what I'm talking about, hybrids. Uh. Now, okay, I was like, hey, this girl is a businesswoman, but with gaming. I was like, we gonna make connections. Like I would make connections in real life, right? As a mm -hmm. graphic designer, you just wanna like, hey, if you wanna work together, just let me know. We can do this together, a collab or whatever. And then. I didn't know how this whole world works, right? Like Twitch was like, okay, she's doing this. How about I just ask her if we want to do something together or like support each other in mm -hmm. that world? And I was like, oh my God, that email. What did I say about <laughs> I don't, hosting, right? I don't remember I anymore. Think... I think I, I need to, I'm going to see it for the next time if I can find the, the email because I'm pretty sure I still have it. So I got on my business email, I think you wrote me something like, Hey, Julia, my name is Steffi. I'm also from Austria. Uh, I watch your stream and I see you're really successful. I'm like a graphic designer and I would like to offer you. I think you wrote something like uh, you would offer me your services with graphic design in return of me supporting your stream. Something along yeah. the lines, something like yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. So I was like, and that is something, I don't know. I was like, Dude, that's kind of weird and i had like no idea who she was i think till this day you never wrote in my chat once or anything no and and so i was like okay yeah and i think i actually ignored that email completely i was like you know i don't want to be like rude i don't want to be awkward. Yeah. like i don't know it was kind of kind of weird and in in that point i think i also got like my first uh, branding done around this time so i didn't really need anything uh -huh. either and uh, you know you get a lot of spam emails like this as well so so i was like i i remember I that email <laughs> like not i didn't put it in my spam folder <laughs> but like i i can still remember that because like it was a 
you, it was well written and super motivated and nice and uplifting and mm -hmm. positive but i was still like i don't know it was it was kind of weird and i remember like after that you started really being active in my chat like you started talking a lot you started showing up every single day you, you subscribed and i think after a few months i was like then at one point i made a connection with that's the girl that i think wrote the email right yeah so and first i thought it would be you know you would be like a weirdo if i'm gonna be honest yeah, right? yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but then because you were like there all the time and we were talking to each other i was like dude she's an actually cool and nice person you know and i was like oh i could mm -hmm. i could imagine being friends with her and like steffi said um for me it's pretty similar um how i started gaming like also um like you know we had like the consoles we had the nintendo 64 we had game boys and so on and mm. um really i really started gaming pretty late in my life when i was 16 so 2006 ish also Wait, 16? can i yeah. throw something yeah sure in? sure we played snake on our mobile phones back then it's not a mobile <laughs> phone it's a phone that had you had black and green screens okay you didn't yeah. have anything else for everyone listening to this younger than us you don't know the real snake nope, game. You don't. We you do. Don't. That's actually how we started <laughs> playing games. Exactly. Exactly that. Like, we didn't have social media on our phones. Like, I remember I had my first oh. smartphone back then, I think in 2008 or 2009. I think it was like the, the last mm -hmm. or second last year that I was in school back then. So... Mm -hmm. And, and I remember when sending a picture on my phone, you would pay two euros or something to, to send like a 240 to 240 pixelated picture from one phone to another. But or like when you Bluetooth. had to, you yeah, you had to Bluetooth. hold the phone, you, you had to hold the phones together to like send the stuff. Exactly, that was the Sony Ericsson's. Exactly. So and for yeah. me, and uh, the same when when I went to school, like uh, again, I started gaming online multiplayer, really on a PC, was be because through my friend Verena, she's still one of my best friends, my neighbors. I uh, grew up with her since I'm like, I think I know her since I'm five and she was like two or three years old or something so she's kind of like my little sister and she was i think 12 or 13 and she played world of warcraft back then and uh, back then in world of warcraft there was the first time something like refer a friend you know like now it's everywhere you know you refer a friend you get something for free and you would get a mount there and she would be like hey julia so i'm playing this game um you need to buy it you need to play it for a month and then i get this mount and then you can stop again and she was like <laughs> as i said she was like my little sister so i was like you know what um i'm kind of bored after work anyway and i was playing like always on my on my playstation back then like it was a console gamer <laughs> mm -hmm, and uh, i was playing solo player games but i never played online and i was like you know what i can try it you know we have internet um so i tried it and i completely got lost <laughs> starting there i got lost in world of warcraft i spent so many years there and later on it, then it got, got into league of legends so it came from like being an mmo to uh, becoming actually competitive that was the first like league and then later um csgo and stuff and it was the same when i was in school like you know i went to school after nights of raiding and obviously when you're a gamer and you have a game that you're passionate about you want to share it with people and you have to think about i went to fashion school so i went into a class we had one boy in our class the rest was just girls and i came like guys or girls you won't believe what happened yesterday in our raid we killed the lich king for the first time and they were like 
what are you talking about? <laughs> video games? You play you play World of Warcraft? That's the game that my boyfriend doesn't come come over on Saturdays because he had raid evenings. Like that that was the kind of thing. And then like Steffi said, I had the same thing. Like I had cool friends and I had always fun and stuff, but I never had like a, a real life friend like i have a lot of friends online mm. now obviously through 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 playing online multiplayers and i'm i'm not saying that they're less of a friend because i don't have them in real life uh every single day but really finding somebody like steffi then through uh twitch and now we we became something like i don't know she's like one of my best friends in the whole world and and literally like i never have phone calls with anybody uh, ever again nowadays and steffi and me like at least once or twice a month we're like calling each other and we're in the phone for two hours just just mm. talking about everything that's on our mind and that's also why we wanted to make this podcast and just having a, a person and you can be girly with that you can be creative with that you can have a business with like um for the people that don't know derps and burps um we can explain you later how the oh, how the name yeah. um came steffi can can tell that later but that is also a brand that steffi and me uh put together we have our own merch we have like stickers we have like autographs cards and that kind of stuff if you're interested in that we can link that also down below uh in youtube in in uh under the the video and so on um if you're listening to this on spotify you can check us out on our other social medias you can f find us under derps and burps or senpai hades underscore on other socials or um miss rage and almost every social so check those yes, things out wait exactly but having you know a friend like this in real life a partner in crime you know a creative soul a business partner a person that you can play video games with yeah. that you can um but also talk about spiritual things and things that that are um weighing heavy on your heart you know that is something that i also really really uh missed in my life before and having yeah. a person like that that you can really share every single aspect of your life um in a friendship like this was literally the best thing that happened to me so i'm super super Same happy that you sent me <laughs> that you sent me this cringe email back in the, the day <laughs> i swear to god i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find it i hope that i still have it i'm pretty pretty sure i sh should still have it um but yeah i think um you know a little bit about us already uh Steffi, do you want to tell them maybe how we got the name derps and burps sure Sure. Um, so Julia and I, that was, it was two years ago, right? I think so. Maybe two years ago we sat was together, it, I think. Wasn't it before COVID even? It was I'm pretty sure it was before it was, COVID. So like two and was, a half maybe? No, it was 2019 summer, I think. Okay. Before everything started, because then COVID hit and then we were like, okay, now nah, let's slow down a little bit. with Exactly. We weren't sure yeah, if yeah, we can yeah. send the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're exactly. Right. So, um... It was 2019 summer, we sat together and we were like, you know what, we, we want to work together on something, we want to create a brand that doesn't only represent like each of us, but rep makes a new whole thing, like mm -hmm. bring a whole new thing to life um, and people should will know this brand and then they know okay it's us who made it or who created this who founded it so we were thinking of what we can do and what we want to do what we want to provide together and then we came up with 
the idea that we can just create a brand for gamers from gamers and we wanted to sell like different things we already created like our own stickers postcards wristbands for example and all these things and maybe keychain jumps etc cetera, etc cetera. and then we were like okay what how shall we name us like what would be fitting for me and for julia and do you remember some other other names we had or came didn't did we even come up with other names i don't think so i think it was pretty quick was it alex that suggested it no no no, no was no, it no, you no, no, no. I, I came up with, I think with it was our you. name, yeah, yeah. but I'm not sure. I think I cannot remember if we had other names in mind. We were obviously like, of course, we were talking about it on stream. Mm -hmm. And then we had a lot of suggestions from. Yeah, Fred, right? I remember that. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then. I think we wanted to make something before, like first in the very beginning we were thinking about like merging our names you know something with Hades yeah. and Rage and then we were like no we don't really want the brand we want the brand to be standalone and not be yeah. like oh it's Steffi and Julia's brand we wanted to be the brand and then like completely standalone you like even if you don't yeah. know who the both of us are and what we do on stream we still want you to love the brand Derps and Burps um, exactly. and then I think yeah you you came up with it I think Pretty it was because even, I, right? yeah, and I got my derpy emote back then. Oh yeah, true, for true, Twitch. true. And you burped a lot, so we were like, <laughs> okay, I was just trying to get some brain farts together and find a good name for us, and then it was like derps, burps, derp, burp, and then just to make it more like flowy, smooth to say, it was it just became derps and burps, like D and B, like drum and bass. Mm -hmm. Dean B is the short version and now it's yeah derps and burps derps and burps exactly and here here we are now two years later from um as you said creating a lot of small little products uh that our followers can get um into the podcast and we actually wanted to name this podcast something else in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> so we were so we were technically planning to <sighs> to uh have this podcast running way earlier and uh, we got everything done. Um, if you again, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, we have this beautiful overlay that Steffi did. So again, if you need any services with uh, graphic design, you know where to find Steffi. Um, uh, but you can also see here in the middle between us those little icons with the crowns on. Um, yeah, exactly. And uh, so we technically wanted. Uh, Maybe you heard it in the beginning. We like to call each other, or especially also Steffi, uh, queens, right? Like we're really uplifting uh, personalities for every single person around us. Doesn't matter um, if, if you're a girl, if you're a boy, if you're anything in between, you're either one of our queens or you're one of our kinks. And since we're both uh, queens, we would we wanted to call our podcast Queens Club. <coughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we found out last minute when we did the or when Steffi did the whole branding, we had everything done. We found out that there was already um, another person doing a podcast, uh, the Queen's Club in a bathtub or something like that, right? But you have to add, we did research before. Yeah, we did we a research before. Yeah, for the name, we looked up the name on the internet. I didn't find a single nothing. I didn't find someone naming themselves like this. 
or after this. So I was like, okay, that's safe. We can use that. Obviously, there might be a, a strip club in, I don't know, in the US of called course, Peace Club or whatever. But then the day we wanted, or yep. I even uploaded the stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah we and uploaded then, the, the, the yes. trailer of the, of the yes, uh, podcast we as well. And then we put it into YouTube, uh, in Spotify. We searched our own. Wasn't it that, mm -hmm. that we searched in Spotify mm -hmm. our own podcast, like the trailer? Yep. And then it came up like a German-speaking podcast, a smaller one. And we're like, oh, no, we fucked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we actually took the step back and we were like, you know what? We need to find another name. And we were like, oh, we need to do the whole rebranding. And then we actually realized that we already have our brand together. Why would we, why would we make everything more complicated and like yeah. create something new and everybody needs to find those kind of stuff? Um, so we were like, you know what? let's go the the simple route the the logical route and let's stick with derps and burps and so yep. we're here again um today with a podcast um so i think we're we're now one hour and five minutes or around mm -hmm. around one hour now with the first podcast um again we don't want to overload you also with all the information straight in the beginning we want to try to keep those episodes around like an hour an hour and a half if we have a super intense topic, maybe at one point it's going to be over one and a half hours, but we mm. try to keep it around that one hour mark um, to to not oversaturate you guys, you know, uh, with stuff. But yeah, maybe um, to round this whole thing off, Steffi, do you want to tell our listeners or maybe even the people that are watching on YouTube um, where they can find us in the future and where they can find this podcast? Yes, with pleasure. Um, guys, you can find either Julia or me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Julia's name everywhere is Miss Rage. On YouTube, it's Miss Rage Law. And my name is Senpai Hades underscore on Twitter and Twitch and without an underscore on Instagram and YouTube. And if you want to find our or listen or follow our podcast, we have our own social media for Derps and Burps as well. It's Derps and Burps. It's Derps and Burps everywhere. Yeah. We have Spotify. We have Instagram. We have Twitter and YouTube. Derps and Burps everywhere. Perfect. Um, again, uh, just to end this all, um, again, if you have any feedback to our first episode, if there's something you really liked, especially if there's something you say, like, okay, maybe the next time you could try to avoid, I don't know, drinking coffee because we hear the the the, the spoon clicks, or maybe you're like, oh, I really like that part because we can hear, you know, that you're actually here enjoying it, having a good time, having a good cup of coffee while having a chat with a friend. If you have any suggestions for um, future topics that you would like to talk us about. Again, we already uh, uh, dibble and dabbled like in different kind of topics. We we get lost in in the sauce, so to speak, <laughs> pretty easy. Um, so if you want to hear us talk more about gaming, more about streaming, if you have questions, um, please let us know. Please let us know um, under this uh, YouTube video in the comment section. Um, leave us some feedback. Leave us some ideas for the future. If you're listening to this. On Spotify, feel free to contact us wherever you want. You can go on YouTube and leave a con comment. Um, you can slide into our DMs on the Instagram. Uh, you can 
send us a tweet wherever you want whatever works best for you we also have discord servers if that's something that you're interested in again we don't want to overload you um we're super happy if we have you here in the podcast we're also super happy if we see you coming by in one of our streams one day and uh yeah we're planning uh just to have a a little um idea of what we're planning to do Stefan, do you want to tell them how often they're going to be able to uh listen to our podcast in the future the plan is once a week once preferably a week. start of the week so you get to listen to our stuff mondays when you're like these mon- monday mornings you know whenever you want to listen to it on monday but preferably mondays new episodes on spotify and youtube mm-hmm. so f- four podcasts a month we're, that's what we're planning like obviously yeah, we're that's we're, we're trying planning. we're trying to pre-produce those we try to be like one or two weeks ahead then we always have one in reserve in case we have a day obviously um you know how life goes sometimes you get some rocks in your way and we're gonna maybe have to uh, skip one here or there um but yeah and we're also exactly that's the one thing that we forgot to mention we're also planning on having guests here in the future um obviously we're going we're going to have the first few ones really just talking about topics that you're interested in and in the future we're planning to invite people over that you think that are interesting so also if you have any people that you would like to have on our podcast in the future let us know who we should uh, reach out to or me maybe even if you think you could be a cool addition to our podcast and you want to be a guest um feel free to leave us a comment like we're really happy to have a lot of cool people here from the industry from different industries um maybe some other queens and kings that can tell us about their cool um journeys they went through through their life um that we can learn something from or get inspired by and yeah i think that's it thank you so much for listening Steffi, you want to say something at the end or send us an email like i did back in the day with Julia. <laughs> let's see who gets po- yeah exactly huh? who gets the cringiest email <laughs> yeah just send us an email guys i'm down for emails i'm going through them if you are an email type of person um i'm here I hear ya, I see ya. Just saying. <laughs> Perfect. And thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Again, we hope that you enjoyed it. And we hope to hear you again next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Derps and Burps podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to follow us on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram at Derps and Burps. See you online.